0: What's going on, Golf Addicts DB of the Tour Junkies? Here, I got Pat Perry, my boy. We're the Tour Junkies. It's the Arnold Palmer Invitational 2022, and I am pumped. We're coming off another winner. Shout out to Pat Perry. One hundred forty to one Sep Straka hit. Woo! Woo! Pat, how you feeling, baby? Man, I'm feeling good.
1: Sep Straka.
0: God dang. One
1: forty to one Straka flock. Dog. You know, it's like you said. This is the year of the dog. We hit Hudson Swafford already. We get to, we get that natty. Yeah. And uh, let me yeah. tell you something.
0: Matt Stafford um, gets the Super Bowl ring.
1: Yes. Just been a great year. But you know, there are a lot of dogs on tour. So I mean, the odds are that they're Show up.
0: Yeah. Dude, props to you. That's your sixth outright of the season. There have been 18 events. Okay. Sixth outright of the season. I have three. We have half of the tournaments. One of us is getting it. I mean, this is just this is probably not going to keep going. So, I mean, everybody, we need to set level expectations here. We got a lot of new listeners, a lot of new followers here in the last few weeks. It's golf betting. It's, it's wild. It's crazy. You got to have thick skin for this stuff. You lose more than you win, uh, except for these first 18 events of the season for us, which I'm pumped about. One of the tools that helps us win is our friends at Covers.com, because winning starts at Covers.com. And, you know, it's where you go to start your betting process. The show tonight is presented to you by Covers. And uh, listen, it's, it's got everything you need. It's got NBA stuff. It's got NHL stuff. If they ever start to play baseball again, it's got some of that. Uh, obviously there's some golf content over there and it's about to get a lot better up to the minute odd screens, free betting contests, expert analysis over all the games. Every, a lot of stuff is free. There's a forum with over 500,000 members. You can get in there and mix it up. Cover serves over 20 million sports bettors annually, and they've been doing it for 25 years. They've been around a long time. This is not some fly by night startup operation. Okay. They know what they're doing. And it's also the only place you can get the exclusive piece of content from us. Our favorite head to heads our favorite top 20s. It's a free, about a four or five minute read uh, over on covers.com. You can check that out. It's free. You don't have to join. You don't have to do anything. So we appreciate covers. Great website. Pat, uh, tonight I'm mixing it up on you a little bit. With the podcast oh, okay. juice. I've just poured myself, I don't know why I did this, but just poured myself a lovely Guinness. Oh, that looks excellent. Doesn't this look good? Mm. Yeah. Do it. Do it. good sip and get some
1: on your nose. Get a little of that foam on your nose. Yeah. I didn't get on
0: my nose, but yeah, didn't stay there. <clears throat> um, that good delicious. stuff. What you got? Tonight, I have buddy?
1: Uh, so you know I, you as you can tell, I got I got my bulldog shirt on yes. tonight. I know it's got stripes. Producer Sam doesn't like stripes. Sorry, producer Sam. Oh, um, yeah. This, is the, this mm-hmm. I, I needed the bulldog theme tonight. Um, but I am drinking from Creature Comforts oh, Brewing great. Company out of Athens, yes. Georgia a little classic city lager. If anybody doesn't know, Athens' is, uh, little nickname is the Classic City. And this is a pretty good lager right here from, from Creature
0: Comfort. So. Yeah, love Creature Comforts. The Tropicalia is one of my favorites.
1: Tropicalia is really
0: good. Cool. Um, hey, listen, if you're in the chat, if you're watching live, hit the thumbs up button. Go ahead and subscribe if you're on YouTube. It's been a great week, Pat. We're off to a great start. I mean, the Substrata hit was just so beautiful, man. I mean, to think Burger up by five shots, was going to cough that one up. And, you know, you talked about him on the podcast. You talked about him on the DraftKings After Dark show, and obviously he was on your card. And uh, we mentioned him in the Nut Hut the night before. He was in the 10 Facts that I'm sure Ben Little would love to talk, would love to talk about. He was in the 10 mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was a good week, man. It was a great week. Uh, I'm excited about this week, though. We've got a really good feel for the Arnold Palmer Invitational at yeah. Bay Hill. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Um, just a couple housekeeping notes for the week there is a dp world tour event this week it's the magical kenya open i don't know it's what makes it magical it's magical pat it's just magic
1: buddy you've uh is it in is is there a disney world in in kenya
0: uh i don't know disney disney over kenya i mean my wife just went to kenya in the fall Uh, i don't believe she saw i'm pretty sure she didn't see disney world i just i don't know why you know whenever i hear the word magical I immediately think of something Disney related. Hundred percent. Well, I mean, good job. They've done a good job marketing that to you. Um, Yeah. So anyway, Mark Mark Hill is back. So we're you know subscribe to the DP World Tour Junkies podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Check it out here on our YouTube channel. We'll have that going for you. And uh, you know if maybe the people have noticed, maybe they haven't. This is DB's first day officially as a full time Tour Junkies, and I've already been pumping out some content. So you need to know what's going on. Uh, I, I I dropped a little live odds reaction on YouTube to this morning. I'm gonna I possibly might do that every Monday, just as soon as the odds hit. I'm not gonna look at them. I'm gonna turn the camera on and go, and we'll just have a conversation about it. See what we think. Uh, a couple of interesting names in there. I threw out that I'm I'm looking forward to talking with you about tonight, Pat. Um, but there- I didn't watch. I watched the beginning, but then when you started
1: really getting into it, yeah. I, I didn't really want to because I, I that doesn't give me a good, good. you know. I like I don't that. want
0: to know what you're thinking. Way to stay committed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like That's good. Yeah. good. Good for you. Um, also, I, I, did a, I did an extensive course breakdown. So one change up to the Tour Junkies podcast moving forward is uh, after seven years, Pat is not going to do the, the weekly course breakdown here on the show. <laughs> and it's not because he didn't do a, a great, fantastic job, in his words. Um, but it's just because... It's content we can get out earlier in the week, and people that want to start their their process earlier, we're gonna to try to get it out. You know, Monday morning at the latest. This time we got it out Sunday, um, but it's you know it's gonna be good. It's on the YouTube channel. It's also on the podcast feed. I'm gonna to try to knock that out in like ten to twelve minutes a week, and just give you exactly what you need. Nothing more. Nothing well, nothing more. Nothing less. Just what you need. Okay. Stats, trends, information about the course features. Um, some player quotes, all that good stuff. So go ahead and check that out if you want that information that's there. We're not gonna give it to you tonight. We're gonna get straight into the picks here in just a minute. So that's, that's something you need to be on the lookout for. Coming tomorrow, every Tuesday in the afternoon, I'm gonna drop some head-to-head information on you people, all right? I'm gonna go through the head-to-head lines and I'm gonna talk through some head-to-head numbers that I like, some uh, some, some matchup bets. Might talk a little bit on the props or top 20 side maybe, but probably just stick to head-to-heads. I'm looking forward to that. I love looking at head-to-head lines. And not just the ones that I think, actually, if you're, if you're a DFS player, this is, you need to pay attention to this, not just the head-to-head lines from a betting perspective, but also what do they tell us about, about players on DraftKings? Is there a head-to-head line where you know, a player projected at 20% in GPPs or 25% in GPPs is a, you know, a coin toss or maybe he's a dog to somebody who's at 10% or not getting a lot of love? You know, that, could, that could speak to some leverage there, leverage opportunity. Uh, maybe we'll see a little line movement as well by the time that comes out so that should be fun the only other thing we need to hit up this week pat before we get into the picks is the live golf event in september in pennsylvania the first ever tour junkies live golf event we talked about it we announced it a few weeks ago we talked about Mm -hmm. it last week we opened it up for ticket sales last week but we opened it up strictly to nut hut members only we said that was only going to go a week. I think we're going to go one more week. We've decided that we're going to go one more week where the only way you can buy a ticket to this first ever live golf event in September with me and Pat, all the tour junkies family, it's going to be bananas. Okay. The only way you can buy that ticket now for the next week is through the Nut Hut. You have to be a member, a VIP member of the Nut Hut. Uh, we've already had some great sales. In fact, you know, the Friday event is the first event of the weekend. It's the Ryder Cup style, Team DB versus Team Pat. Right now, Pat, you got to recruit some guys. Is there anything you need to say, or do you want to – I mean, my, hey, look, my team look, is looking I strong. I mean,
1: we, we got – I will say this, a little little teaser here. Uh, we got a very good recruit this evening, a very good one. And Did I'm you? Pretty, I'm pretty excited about it.
0: Uh, I don't even think you know yet. Mm. Um, if you went into the chat, you would know. Um, I was in the chat today. In fact, I saw some LPGA chat that was uh, interesting. Were you in there this evening, though? Yeah, I was. I was in there this evening. Yes. Okay. Well, there was a big announcement and a great video
1: that you, you uh, should probably watch. Maybe you could watch it live on the show. I, I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's a long one, though. So. No. Um, but I got a really good team member today, an anchor, if you will. Oh, no, I know who you got. And so I, I'm pretty excited about that. You got Kissler, didn't you? You got Kissler, didn't you? I, I, I may have. I may have gotten Kissler. And, you know, I think it's just, it's kind of like when you get Kissler on your team. Kissler has been a long time Core Junkies fan, not not just of me, not just of me, BB. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, both of them. Mm-hmm. But he's, he, uh, I think it's going to, the floodgates are now open. The floodgates are now open for Team Pat. And I feel like now, Team DB needs to go a little bit. I mean, you're on the defensive now. You're on the defensive. I, I am, I am on the offense. Um, we have some really good players on the team, and um, I'd like to say I'm concerned about your team, but I'm really not. I'm not really concerned. I'm only concerned about Team Pat, and uh, pretty excited about uh what, what's going on right
0: now. Okay. Well, I mean, there's only. Let's see. I think we are. Uh, I think there are. Maybe three spots, four spots left on Team DB. Maybe five or six left on Team Pat for now. So if you're going to want to get uh, in on all, that, you know we're about we're about quality, yeah, not just quantity. No, I mean I, no, I get that. I mean it's it's but the Friday event's going to be a limited situation. So yeah. um, that 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 event is going to be real. that, that one's going to be real chaotic. But I'm excited about it. September twenty third, twenty fourth. You need to go ahead and get it on the calendar. You want to get in on that and join the nut hut you, you need to i'll put the i'll put the well no i can't do that yet so one more week nut hut members only can buy a ticket that's it after next week we're opening up to the public bing bang boom all right i think that's it for announcements anything else i'm forgetting anything do we know uh fantasy Golf sommelier don't
1: forget tuesday night or well comes out wednesday we got prize pick so,
0: yeah uh, we'll talk prize picks here in just a minute as well um you know I gave, uh, actually, oh, no. I, I knew there was something else I was forgetting. Next week for the players. Players is going to be a big week, right? Yeah. Huge week. Biggest week of the year so far. Uh, the Players Championship. I'm thrilled to say that I will be in person with Pat at Pat's house doing the show. We're going to do the show together in some strange setup up there where Pat is now. We're not sure exactly how that's going to look. It's probably not going to be fantastic, but we're going to have a fun podcast, me and Pat, in person, in the flesh, breaking down the Players' Championship. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, I, I will be making my way down to Ponte Vedra Beach. I'll be at the Players' Championship on Tuesday and Wednesday. If you're out there, holler at me. Um, I'll, I'll be getting some dirt on the players, on the course, on conditions, all that stuff. Be reporting all that back to the Nut Hut, And uh, it's going to be a good time. I can't wait. I love the Players' Championship. I love going yeah. down there, even for the practice rounds. It's just a blast. Um... So catch us down there and catch us at Pat's house on Monday night. That show. Yeah, we
1: got to have a good setup. I'm a little concerned about the setup here. We'll figure it
0: out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um although me and Sam did say that we are this is the TDN. We, this is the technical difficulties network, you know. So if if we have some of that, that's perfectly fine. Um and yes, so Karidi's in the chat. Meaning yes, that means late night Instagram live stories from Torch Junkies. No, oh goodness, no. Yeah, that was bad. We should never have done yeah. that. Yeah, that yeah. If anything, it means late night nut hut only stories. That way, they're not you know publicly too too publicly broadcasted out there. So. Yeah,
1: and then some might you know, and then AC comes in and protects us later and just <laughs> off. yes,
0: yes. <laughs> also, on next week's show. We're going to have a game of nut up or shut up. That's coming back for the second time in 2022. I've got my contestant, you know, teed up already. It's going to be exciting. Pat's going to host that along with producer Sam. And uh, we're giving away a Fujikira Ventus TR shaft. We've been talking about Fujikira for a while now. The new Ventus TR shaft first introduced on the PJ Tour at the Amex was banging. That was like just, they crushed. Hoagie won it. Hoagie won with it at Pebble Beach uh, along with the Spieth and Hostler who finished second and third. It's the number one driver fairway hybrid shaft on the PJ Tour right now. They're crushing it. It's a, the TR is a new mid-launch, low-profile, uh, new material added for con- additional stability to help you out if you spray it a lot, if you're a sprayer. TR is an addition to the Ventus line that already existed. Scotty Scheffler won with the Ventus Black in the driver. He switched in the last few weeks, killing it off the tee. We might talk about him tonight. Fujikira Ventus Shaft is killing it, all right? They're like averaging 38% of the whole field is using a Ventus Shaft. So it's available for $350 MSRP. You can buy it online or through custom fittings at any charter dealer right now. So if you're going to go get a driver, go get fit. Even if you suck, go get fit. But before you go, make sure that they sell Fujikira Shaft. Pat, you ready for this? You ready for this? All right. Um... It's Kind of weird
1: not doing the not having to you know roll into the course breakdown like oh man I
0: know man it's gonna it's just, it's a whole new world but it gives us so much more time for activities
1: yeah and it saves my voice you know
0: saves your voice that's why we it did it voice.
1: mm-hmm
0: mm. yep look man we're here for you How's that Guinness God it's delicious how is
1: the canned Guinness versus the uh like an actual like I, I mean, Guinness from a from a good now. Guinness is very, is like the, it's like the most variable beer out there. I feel like it's like a golfer. Oh. Like you can get a Guinness yeah. in some places and it really sucks. And you can get a Guinness out of a can and then it's actually decent. We've, you and I have actually never been to like over there where they make Guinness, you know, where it would be yeah. really good, you know, like Scotland and Ireland and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I bet it's really good over there.
0: But, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, we're going to go in June, so we'll we'll find out, and I'm sure it's way better. I, I think the variance comes from, who, you know, who's pouring it, because there's so many different ways you pour it, right? Um, now, I do prefer it on, you know, on tap, but at home, you know, I have my, I have my, my can, and I have a, a pour method. I've actually tested about three or four different pour methods that I've found on YouTube, and I have one that I actually like the most, so... Uh, I, I, I'm going with it, and it's delicious right now. I'm loving it. Okay. I like a good Dennis. Guinness. I say that. Um, All right, here we go. Top of the betting board, up to 25 to 1, Pat. Bryson has withdrawn. He's hurt still. He's, he's like 90%, not 100%. He doesn't want to go out there. Hates to disappoint his high school buddies that live with him. I mean, his fans and all that <laughs> good stuff, but... He's out. He's withdrawing, so we won't be seeing the big, you know, the big, the big tee shot off the number six, cutting the corner, all that good stuff. I did play this golf course in the fall. This is a terrible golf course. I mean, it just—I—I I, keep I, saying that. I've heard that,
1: you know, on this on the course preview, you mentioned it. Yeah, I believe even at the start of the the live odds look, and um, yeah, I just—why do you hate it so much?
0: because it was so it's so not memorable there's nothing that number six is memorable only because of last year literally that's it that's the only thing you just walk you come up to the tee and you look back at the pro tees and you look in the caddy tells you the line that he hit it on and you just go holy crap like you know dang and then you aim 140 yards right of that and you hit your ball 18 is the only memorable hole to me that 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 it's a tough hole, that big force carry, and then when you're standing on the green, all the, the, the curve of that green, and when you're standing on it, you're looking back, you see the Bay Hill sign. Yeah, that, That's it. Like Other than that, it's just a totally boring Florida golf course. If you took away all the Arnie stuff and all the, the stuff that's around it, it's just so boring. Now, I loved all the Arnie stuff. Loved it. I walked through there and looked at everything. It was so cool. But it's just a regular Florida course. It really is. But here we go. Here we are. Top of the betting board. John Romm's your favorite. Seven and a half to one on DraftKings. He's like eight to one, a couple other places. You know, a lot of these numbers obviously shortened a little bit when Bryson withdrew. Uh, Victor Hovlin was uh, around 20 to 22, maybe even in some places. He's dropped to 18 to one. You got Sung Jay, Wils Torres, Hideki, Fitzpatrick. Those are, the kind, those are the names rounding out these uh, kind of the top of the board. If you're listening to us and you got deep pockets, you know, and you want to pay, pay up for a favorite. Because I will say that this is not a tournament that's returned a whole lot of long shots to us in recent years. Mark Leishman at a hundred to one is the only one that we've really had in the last five or six years. I mean, for the most part, it's been short numbers. Bryson, Rory, Jason Day when he was good, uh, Ricky when he was good. So you know, Francesco Molinari I think might have been one of the longer ones, maybe even Terrell Hatton at like thirty five forty, but it doesn't really get out of that range. So no,
1: it doesn't. This is a I mean, well, also when you have Tiger winning this thing like eight seven times. or eight time, yeah. eight times. I mean. Yeah,
0: that's true. Oh, oh, okay, I said this on the, on the preview show. What, what do you, you think is more impressive? Tiger Woods winning this thing eight times or Matt Every winning it twice?
1: Oh, oh, certainly Matt Every it has
0: got to be Matt Every, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like Martin Trainer winning this thing twice. Or I winning the Puerto crazy. Rico this week twice. It's nuts. It really I is impressive. I don't even
1: understand how that happened
0: um you know what i forgot pat God, dang it before we get into this it's your birthday tomorrow buddy happy birthday <laughs> yes happy I, I actually birthday forgot. I forgot gosh dang that. everybody it's pat's birthday tomorrow pat it's tell not- them how old you're gonna be no i'm not gonna <laughs>
1: tell anybody how old i'm gonna be
0: I'm uh i pour a beer right now i'll give yeah. everybody a hint later it's coming later
1: but uh, uh, yeah, tomorrow is my birthday. I didn't really think we would do any celebrating of that tonight.
0: But well, I tried to make some things happen, some special things happen for you. But I got to be honest, nobody would return my phone call, so I don't know. That's just that's probably bad. bad. No. That's probably on me. Uh, that's on me. I'm sorry. I I, you know I, I, mean? I do want the people to comment on YouTube because we know the comments help us out. So if you want to give Pat a little Chris a little birthday gift, comment on the YouTube right now. What's your favorite thing about Pat? Your favorite thing about Pat Perry, what is it? He, he loves, he loves, 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 loves verbal affirmation, okay?
1: Oh, it, yeah. In this yeah. case, it's written. It
0: just give it to him, okay? Put it in mm-hmm. the comments on YouTube. If you're watching live, wait till the show's over, then put it in the comments, okay? Anyway.
1: Some, some, way, some way, somehow, some of these, these folks will make comments that uh, is verbal affirmation that in, is, in a way is actually not, Positive, but that's okay. That's okay.
0: <laughs> no, no. Truly, truly, your favorite thing about Pat. Okay, put that in the comment. Gosh dang! Happy birthday, buddy. It's been it's been great. Also, also, we should wish tv Perry, your twin brother, happy birthday. Yes. Chris, love you, man.
1: I was born first,
0: though. Uh, Pat was born first, so here we go. Um, I'm excited to see you next week, and and we'll we'll celebrate your birthday. Maybe we'll get in. We'll get deep into the podcast use to, uh, next week, and for your birthday. Oh, I'm pl- I'm planning on it. I'm okay, planning on it uh all right back to the betting board anybody up here in the 25 up to 25 to 1 range? oh look at david speaks in the chat throwing out 100 bucks in the super chat the guy keeps winning bets so he He does now that's happy birthday where's the money for continuing to just win all the money i'm just kidding i keep shaking down david speaks every week thank you man we appreciate that we'll make sure pat gets it too all right pat this is all right so top of the board here there's not anything i really love you know
1: I, I obviously i'm always a huge fan of rory but i I don't want to take him at, at 10 to one um two guys though that i think um i think are, are worth playing here i think sung jm coming off of that I, I know he's coming off of him this cut and everybody hates him right now but at 22 to one i actually i like the number for him there um you know he's played this tournament well in the past um and he was really playing pretty well up until up until the miscut cut last week but at this course at this tournament he had two straight T3s in 2019 and 2020 actually in 2020 it was solo third T21 last year um this is a good course for Sungjae just like last week was a good course for Sungjae which is, which he won on and he just he just had kind of a bad week um so i I think Sungjae at 22 to 1 is interesting Another guy as well that I, th- that, I, that I like is Hideki at 25 to one. I, I think Hideki at 25 to one is, is a good number there for him, um, obviously has had a good year. Um, you know, I, I think he, he hasn't been great historically on this course. Now he makes a lot of cuts here.
0: He's never missed a cut here.
1: Yeah, so he, yeah, never miss a cut
0: In seven tries. So um, I, I'm in agreement with you here on Hideki. But
1: he does not have, you know, T18
0: last year was his best finish.
1: Still, 25 to 1 Hideki, I like. So those two right there, Hideki, Sanjay M, I
0: like both of those. I like it. All right, so to piggyback on Hideki, I looked at, at how, all right, so why has he not played well here? Because it seems like it should be a place that he has played well. Well, he's killed it, T to green. I mean, absolutely killed it, T to green, at Bay Hill. But he has some putting performances here that are even bad for Hideki. Like, lost six strokes putting in 2020. Lost over eight in 2019. In 2015, lost four and a half and still finished top 25. Um, I, I just think, and if you look historically at Hideki, he, he, you know, average, loses almost a stroke, you know, per round, almost, on, uh, on or per tournament on the greens. But lately... In the last, you know, few events, he's gaining, gained seven at the Sony when he won, gained three and a half at, at uh, Scottsdale, gained one at the Genesis. Like, and we don't even have to be gaining, son. You know, uh, Hideki, we can just be, you know, zero or just not five, and you'll be fine. The ball striking is there. I, I agree with you. I saw the twenty five to one on Hideki, and there's a, a few of these guys that are twenty five to one. and I thought, yep, I. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So he's one for me. I, I saw some early chatter on Twitter about Hovland. But I would rather take Scotty Scheffler in, in that if I were going to, you know, kind of like make myself choose one or the other here, I think I'd just rather take Scotty. Uh, and, and I think primarily because I trust the, you know, I, I, I trust the around the green play a little bit more, even though I know Victor's improved. Uh, I trust that to get him out of trouble on a golf course that's difficult. This is one of the diff- most difficult courses on the PJ Tour rotation. Um, so I, I don't know. I think, I think I just lean more towards Scotty at that 16-1 to 1 number. He's only played here once in 2020, finished 15th. Victor's played here three times. His best finish is 40th. And he's actually gotten worse. He put 40th in 2019, 42nd in 2020, 49th last year. So I don't know. I just think Scotty is also in obviously killer form coming off the win in Scottsdale. And um, you know, I, I just like where the complete package is, especially around the greens, to save him and get him out of trouble a little bit if he needs it. So, Scheffler and Decky for me.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mind Scheffler either. I mean, I think this is just a a, a year for him. I mean, we, we thought we were going to get a little bit of it last year, but you know, the floodgates may have opened a little bit with him winning it at at, uh, at Waste Management. So, yeah. I'm a I'm a huge fan, huge fan of Scheffler this week.
0: Okay. Let's uh let's move it on down. This is gonna be a key range, as it usually is for us, um, but especially on a week where, like I said, you don't really see a lot of the long shots, like triple digit guys get in there and do it. Uh, one of these guys in here, his odds are equivalent to how old Pat is turning tomorrow. He's one of my favorites. Maybe you'll figure it out.
1: Oh gosh. Uh, why as we... do you have to do why do we you're, what? you're, what? Such, what? An, what? you're such an ageist?
0: No, I'm not an ageist. I just, I want people. Yes,
1: to... you are. You're an ageist.
0: No, I'm not. I thought, uh, by the way, speaking of Jay, what did you say you had Jay at? Because I thought I just saw him at a better number.
1: I, I, I saw 22 to 1.
0: He's at, I'm seeing 27 at FanDuel. I was wondering why I didn't have him. Um, and that could be wrong for now. I
1: don't um, even see one of my guys on here. Was he on the last slide? He couldn't have been
0: on. Who? Go ahead and tell it.
1: Willie Z, Zalatoris, thirty to one.
0: Yeah, thirty to one. I see him on points bet, thirty to one. I love that, love that play. I'm all over that. I think we.
1: Oh, he's twenty five to one on.
0: Yeah, thirty to one on points bet. That's the best number on Willie Z. I'm in total agreement with you. I mean, the long irons from Willie Z are incredible. That's going to be important this week. Very important this week. That's the thing about number six. Like the 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 drive that Bryson hit. Yes, it's very impressive. The, the real advantage is that he doesn't have to worry about all that water on the left as he approaches that, that green that slopes right to left. I mean, when I played that hole, I played, it tw- I played the, t- the course twice, and both times I hit it in the fairway. You know, I you know, did all right, had it in the fairway. I had like 200, 225 in. That is a scary 200 yard, 225 yard shot, you know, to bail out. You know, you're going to snap hook it left in the water. It's water all the way down the left side. Anyway, I, I like Willie Z here a lot. I agree with you there at thirty to one. Um, one of my favorites here, though, favorites, is Keith Mitchell. Like, yeah, everybody was all over Keith Mitchell last week at thirty to one or thirty four to one. Was weak, it was a weak, a field. But I mean, dude, kill, Pat Mayo calls him Killer Keith because he's a killer. Like he he ain't afraid. He's been playing really well. He is playing lights out, man. Yeah. Speaking of Pat Mayo, I'll be on his show this week. I'll check that out. Going on tomorrow, uh, the DraftKings preview. Um, Keith Mitchell at forty-five to one, I think, is money, and I think you got to grab that very quickly. Uh, I've, I've already gotten a piece of it. The form is great. The putting has been solid on these Florida Bermuda greens. This is where he's comfortable. I love, I love Keith Mitchell here. Definitely my favorite number at forty-five.
1: Okay, I don't know why you're focusing on the number forty-five. Um, Sips Guinness I don't mind Keith Mitchell there at 45 to 1 another guy I like I'm going to go 2 here and then maybe I'll flip it back to you Mark Leishman
0: there's a lot of agreement on this right now I love Mark Leishman 35 to 1, 33 Mm
1: -hmm. to 1 playing good Um, playing well, the stats check out for him Um, you know he's got a good course history here Um, so I, I think you know, you look at par five scoring is one of the stats that I like. Uh, he's top 20 there. Um, I, I think again, like last week, you'd look a little bit at bogey avoidant. Um, This is a very tough golf course. He's top 15 in the field and strokes game putting on Bermuda grass. So I like Leishman there right around 35 to one. If you can get him there, 33 to one somewhere around in there. I'm going to go back on c this week. Okay. Going back in on c You know, he had. A pretty bad round, I believe, on Saturday, which was the toughest day at the Honda. But played really well on Sunday um, last week. I, I think you know you're getting him again at fifty-five to one. He's also got some pretty good course history here. Um, he is. Uh, hang on, let me give you a little history He finished top ten last year, T eighteen in twenty twenty. So going back to him, going gonna, gonna get, go back to Sebes there at fifty-five to one.
0: Okay, I, I, when I was starting to do the research, I saw Cebes and I was like, "Oh, hey there, Cebes, what's up, dog? How you doing, man? Oh yeah, you had the rat poison thing, and you, you know, you got a, um, you got a, a, some damage as a result. That stinks, man. But you know, can you win? And I don't know." I don't know. Like, I, I, as I start, I started to write him down because I'm like, "Oh, here he is again." Well, you're, well, you're, Here's always,
1: you're always the one that says it can't win until they win.
0: I know, but but, but <laughs> Cebes doesn't feel like that guy. Like he's not been around that long. Like we've just kind of he started to become the shiny object here, right? And he, and he's 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 a solid player. Like he's a. That's the thing about guys like this. Like he's a solid player across the board. He doesn't suck at anything, but he's also not great at anything. And like. He doesn't have something about his game that's just dominant consistently over and over again. And th- so then all, all that needs to happen is the one thing that's kind of constantly giving him problems is a little bugaboo. You know, all of, the, all of a sudden he finds a magic bean and wiener pop, you know, here we go, and now he's, his bugaboo's, you know, good. And so then he wins. Like, but he's just kind of average at everything. And so he's never going to – just i I'm wondering if he's ever going to win. Could you, could you win money on him betting top 20s? Top 40s, if you want to do that, well, some head-to-heads, you, you yeah. Want
1: it, I think that's an important point too. Some of these plays, because we're giving you all outrights right now, mm-hmm. doesn't mean if you can find a, what you think is a good number as a top 10 or a top 20 on a lot of these guys, um, not the shorter one, but you know, even even C-bez is six to one as a top 10. You know, you, you put a decent amount of money on that. I like it as a top 10. So he's you maybe um, don't like the
0: outright. He's South African, right? And he won the last. So he's won twice worldwide. And he won. I remember that he won back to back weeks in 2020. Mm-hmm. He won the South African Open and the Alfred Dunhill. Alfred Dunhill, way more impressive. South African Open, like the South Africans dominate that thing. Like they just dominate it. But he's never won since then. He's had some top, you know, fives. Uh, actually, no, he hasn't. He had a top five of the BMW PGA of the European Tour event. That's it. That's the only other top five he's ever sniffed. He does have a seventh place finish here, uh, but last year, 2021. I don't know, man. I just I started I mean, to click it, and Straca I was like, I just can't.
1: won last week. <laughs>
0: yes. Straka is one of those guys that like he's a bomber. He dominates off yeah. the tee. The iron, the the iron play can can you know can get nuclear hot. He just needs to have one of those weeks where he makes some putts, right? Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of bomber, that drive he hit on 18 was. My goodness. Speaking of that, you know. He really he
1: did get, I will say, I'm not going to, I think Shane Lowry was being a little bit of a, a little bit of, okay. About <laughs> about, yeah. about what happened to him in that, on that last hole. But you, you have to agree that Straka got a little bit more luck than, than Lowry did at the end there, but that's golf. That happens.
0: happens. The guys in no lane up say so that's the rub of the green. You know what yeah. I mean? Um. All right. Where are we? We're in the we, twenty-six. We got off on the Sebes. The seabez conversation.
1: We're yeah. we're up to seventy-five to one. Okay. We're I still in that
0: range. I love this range. So we're gonna give you more names in here.
1: And I got a couple more. I
0: do. mean, Kokrac at fifty to one. I, yes. You are talking about a yes! guy who doesn't win until they win, then he rattles off wins. Kokrac, you know, I mean, he does he does certain things like really really well, right? He hits the shit out of it off the tee pretty consistently, and his iron play is is quite good, and the putter's been pretty solid, right? So he won the Houston back in the fall, uh, 17th at the Sony, 26th at the Genesis. I feel like he's, you know, I feel like he's heating up. He's ready to go. At the Arnold Palmer, uh, he's got quite the record here, too. He's only got two missed cuts in, like, nine years. I mean, three top, four top tens in nine years here. Clearly, Kokrak loves this place, and that's only gaining strokes in three of these nine attempts on the putting green, and he's actually not that, he's not that terrible of a putter. He struggled a little bit here on these greens, but Tita Green, he's been a stud. 50-1 to 1, feels like the right number for him. Uh, and then, speaking of another guy, maybe I'm, maybe, I'm talking, maybe I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here.
1: Yes, maybe you are.
0: Is Tringali like the American Seabez? I don't know. I feel like Tringali is ready to win. He's got a, he's, how many top fives has this guy had where he just, he could have done it and he didn't. And I feel like th- maybe that's the difference because, you know, a third just a few weeks ago at the Farmers, a second at the Zozo last year, uh, a third at the Valspar last year, a third at the RSM in late 2020. Like the guy has plenty of top fives. He's been in contention. He just never closes the door. But dang it. If if his numbers aren't attractive, sixty five to one for uh, for Tringali. The record at the Arnold Palmer's solid. Four out of five cuts made, but I mean checks. You know checks the long like the long iron box. Um, he's like fourteenth in this field. There, uh, I, I kind of looked at strokes game putting on these Florida Bermuda Tiff Eagle greens. He's twentieth in the field in the strokes game putting uh, on that. Like he just does everything really solid. So. I think Tringali is probably another one for me in this range.
1: Okay. Um, do you have any interest in Jason Day at sixty-five
0: nope.
1: to one? I don't. I mean, I remember a few weeks ago you mentioned I Jason know. Day, and I didn't think you were going to. He's been playing pretty well.
0: Yeah. Well, well, what's I mean, his short game is obviously bailed he's him got out, out everywhere. A good
1: history here. He's he's won this tournament.
0: I mean, hasn't um, hasn't it been all about his short game? Yes, it has. It's still he's still sucking
1: he that right?
0: yes he did win this tournament oh, yeah um he is still terrible with his iron play terrible and he's spraying the ball all, all over the place off the tee he's but, saving know, he was, himself he
1: was literally in contention just a
0: few I know. ago well okay so that was a that was a uh, one of those weeks where he gained 3.2 strokes tee to green and he hadn't done that since july of the year of 2021
1: I, I feel like I'm gonna get. I feel like I'm gonna have some Jason Day.
0: I'm sorry. I, you're I gonna like, be. Cussed. I like
1: sixty-five to one.
0: You're gonna be in the tilt your ass off channel of the Nut Hut uh, on Jason Day come Friday.
1: Well, oh, come Friday, not even Sunday. You're not even gonna give me till Sunday to sweat No, up you're gonna be mad about
0: it on day. on Friday. Okay. I have a feeling.
1: All right. Well, that's it for me in this. Yeah.
0: Who else you got? We named a lot of guys here, but I, I do. This is the range. A good, yeah. And I'm going to have three in the next two ranges. So,
1: uh, I have five in the next two.
0: Okay. Um, one of the we things. We probably have
1: some that are doubled up. I bet.
0: Yeah, we, we may. Uh, listen here. Most of y'all's coffee is dull. It's stale. You need to do something different. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably questionably sourced, you know. Like you could have got your coffee from a drug dealer or something. But it's easy to get stuck in a rut and drink what you always have. Instead of standing in front of all the options at your grocery store, let our friends at Trade Coffee help you find something new to love. All right, Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship to you for free and as often as you like in whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd, you just want a better you know, daily cup of brew, Trade's real coffee expert. Taste less, uh, they, they taste over 400 roasts, and they use technology to match your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. You go on the website, you take the coffee quiz to get started, and they guarantee you are going to love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. And the coffee quiz is good. It's detailed. You know, how do you brew it? What do you put in it? What, yep. what, what are you drinking it for? What's your machine? You know, uh, you know, how high is your wife? Scale of 1 to 10. No, they don't ask you that. Trade has been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Their subscription is a no hassle. It skips shipments. It changes. Uh, you can change your frequency or cancel at any time, all right? I'm still drinking my trade coffee. It's delicious. I put it in my little K-cup thing, and you have your fancy machine, and it is what it is.
1: Oh, let me your tell elitist you
0: elitist coffee maker you have. Oh,
1: this this their coffee is so good. Look, I let me tell you, like I, this coffee maker that I have. Pat's about
0: to hijack my my ad read to make it three minutes.
1: Let me just tell you, it's it's a good coffee maker. It rejects bad coffee. It will not let bad coffee go through that. It won't pull a good espresso. And this trade coffee, it, it's like it, it just loves it. It loves it. Okay. It's so good.
0: Well, for our listeners, right now trade coffee is offering a total of twenty dollars off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com/slash tour junkies. You to get started, take the quiz at drinktrade.com/slash tour junkies and start your journey to the perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash tourjunkies for $20 off your first three bags. I I here we go. 70, over 75 to 1, up to about 130 to 1. I got two names, Pat. The first one is my favorite one at 80 to 1. I'm going to pound this dude. I know what this is going to be. In DFS, in outright betting, in top 20 betting, I can't wait to see the head-to-head matchups on in mañana. Who's it going to be, Pat? Who do you think it is?
1: I think it's going to be Cameron
0: Young. It is not Cameron Damn. Young. Okay, good. All right, good. That's that's it good. It's not okay. Cameron Young. Uh, it is a uh, Mister Alanto Griffin at uh, eighty to man. one. T thirty uh. six here is first time out in twenty twenty. T twenty one last year, and the form is looking very nice right now. Okay. 39th at the Genesis, 16th at the Pebble, third at the Amex. Uh, we saw two top sevens back in the fall. Winner on the PGA Tour. Um, I mean, Lonto, he won the Houston Open. Did he win something else, dude? He won the Houston and the another. Did he win like a. I thought he won two events. Why is this only showing one? I saw he won two. Anyway, PGA Tour winner. Lonto Griffin. Great iron player. Checks the box. Long irons, too. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm a big fan of Lonto. I love that 80-to-1 number. I think that's a lot of value for, for Lonto. And then I'm going to go with, I don't think this is going to happen, but he, he just rated out so well in my first little model build that I ran. But Tom Hoagie is 100-to-1. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like In this field, with the model and the time frames I ran, third in approach, 27th in good drives gained, 16th in bogey avoidance, I looked at ball striking at Arnold Palmer over the last few rounds, last few years. Eighth there, uh, long iron play is solid. I mean, you know, obviously he's coming off of his first PJ Tour victory, but Hoagie, Hoagie's looking good at hundred to one. Like that's a really good, that's a really good value for old old Hoagie. He's played here three times, missed the cut last year, fifteenth year before, twenty sixth year before that. Those are the only two for me in that range. Uh, Lonto looks like the better number for him is at MGM. And uh Hoagie on on DraftKings right now.
1: Well, um I wasn't really on Lonto, obviously, because I thought you were gonna say Cam Young. Um I will say, um, who did you said Hoagie? Hoagie is plus three thirty as a top twenty, which I think is pretty um, but get into that later. Yeah. Um I think Cam Young though is a good play. And you know, last year seemed to be the year year of Cam Davis. This year is the year mm. of Camion, Okay. Um, if you look at the stats for him heading into this event, he's second in the field in strokes gained off. He's balling right now for sure. I mean, the dude is balling. He's top 30 in the field in strokes gained putting on Bermuda grass. Um, basically across the field. I mean, top fifty in approach, top fifty in good drives gained, top fifty in bogey avoidance. You know, he's made his last five cuts. Um you know he's he's just been extremely solid you know across the board now he is um he is a rookie to this event he has not played it before and i do like a little bit of experience but you're getting him at 80 to 1 i think that's a good number for him so i like Kim Young there i like Denny McCarthy nope at 130 to 1
0: nope not getting sucked into Denny not doing it
1: i'm doing Denny i'm going to do Denny okay Going to Denny's this week. I'm going to Denny's. And I'm gonna get some eggs over medium on some with some bacon and eggs, and I might even put some fish on the side.
0: Okay. Ugh, God, what, would you really what I'm eat
1: that? Do. Some shrimp or something. Maybe not fish. Some shrimp at Denny's. 130 to one. You would eat I mean, shrimp
0: from Denny's?
1: I don't know. I was just Are you a hundred years old how old trying, are you turning I was tomorrow? I'm trying to think of the things that come with Denny's. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, Denny's Captain has shrimp. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of Captain Captain D's.
0: <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, producer Sam just said that should go on the bet wheel. You have to eat shrimp from Denny's. You have to order fish. I bet you shrimp. I bet you Denny's has shrimp though. You you have to order. Yeah, have- I
1: would not eat. I would not eat. Like if you're gonna have some shrimp from Denny's, if
0: they make it, it's got to be fried. Like you can't have some like. Sam's some checking the menu right now. And you can't. And if you have to do this, you cannot use any sauces or condiments. You have to take it down without. It's any gotta of be fried. There's no way they have anything. If they have shrimp on the menu, they don't have. They don't have anything but. Fried. What? Uh, who? Who? Who thinking of Denny's goes to shrimp and fish? Because things were
1: flying around in my head, and I started thinking about Denny's for breakfast, and then I started thinking about like, does Denny's have dinner? And then Captain D flew into my head, and I was thinking, oh wait. <laughs> Maybe cap maybe Denny's <laughs> is like Captain T's. Oh God. Um disgusting nowhere.
0: <laughs> You're a Denny McCarthy. How much you've loved Denny McCarthy here. All
1: right, hundred and thirty to one Denny McCarthy. That's all I got. I'm not gonna get into it anymore because that whole conversation just threw me off. All right. Well uh, doesn't he have a pretty good history here
0: though?
1: Does he? Let me find Denny now that No. Yeah, t T twenty six last year miss missed, missed okay. the cut in uh so in 2020, but um, yeah. What is was Sam found anything out about this? By the way, he's been playing really well. I mean, you, you say you want to go, you, you don't even want anything to do with him. T6 at the American Express, top 15 at Pebble Beach. Okay, Miss American Express Phoenix.
0: putting contest. That's the words okay, of uh, John ron Cut at Phoenix. John Rom.
1: Honda tough course. T30. That's
0: that. I think that's probably peak Denny at the Honda.
1: Golden fried shrimp. Yes,
0: Denny's. That's going on the bet wheel. (laughs) Somebody's going to take down a platter of golden fried shrimp from Denny's.
1: And they have scampi. I would actually, I would probably try scampi. A little butter on that. That's butter shrimp. That's butter shrimp. You'd have to have all
0: the butter in Denny's. I don't even call it scampi. I just call it butter shrimp. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's just what I call it. Your mom's butter shrimp uh i don't <laughs> okay, I, okay get moving on to the long shots i there, have two in here i got one and uh his Are name you is gonna steal mine okay no you go ahead i don't want to steal yours go
1: all right i have two did i say one i have two you said two i have andrew putnam at
0: 150
1: to one okay t4 last year um you look at uh you look at got got that Got some stats to add up. Top 10 in strokes gained approach. He is 20th in good drives game. Top 10 putting on Bermuda. I do like Andrew Putnam there. Here's a guy that sucks when it comes to stats, but he's actually played fairly well recently and he's a pretty good long shot. And that is Mr. Bo Hostler Mm -hmm. at 200 to 1. Look at this. Just look how he's played recently.
0: Yeah, he's, play, he's played good for Bo Hossler. T16
1: at the Honda. Mm-hmm. T48 at Genesis. Mm-hmm. Third at Pebble Beach. I know it's a totally different course than what we're getting right now, but, I mean, Bo Hostler's playing well. Mm-hmm. 200 to 1?
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. Throw a dollar on that. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I would not have stolen any, any either one of those from you. My one play here is at 150 to one on DraftKings. He is a PGA Tour winner. Uh, his name is Carlos Ortiz. 27th in this field in strokes gained approach, 55th in good drives gained. Ball striking at Bay Hill has been solid in his attempts here. Checks a box in like the long iron, mid iron game. Uh, got enough pop in the bat that I think he'll he'll be able to approach these greens with uh, shorter clubs, higher lofted ball flights, hold these, these firm and fast greens, get over all these forced carries. Carlos Ortiz can be a killer when he's, uh, when he's on. And, um, you know, he's doing okay. I mean, n- didn't have great showings at the Phoenix in Genesis. I mean, 33rd, 39th, he was terrible around the greens. But the, the ball striking, the iron play's been there. You know, if he, can, if he can come up with a little bit of magic around the greens, Carlos Ortiz could win. He is he's a stud. So, I mean, runner up at the Mayakoba, you know, in the fall. I mean, Mayakoba, what an event that is. Winner of the Houston Open. I guess I'm really liking Houston Open winners this week with Lonto and uh, Carlos Ortiz. So maybe that's, maybe there's something to that. Uh, All right. That's it for me. No more outright picks. Let's get to our, let's talk about our favorite outright bets that we just mentioned. Like, give me the favorite ones, the ones you got to jump on early, the ones we think that, you know, the line could get shorter and, two or three, four, maybe, of your favorite top 20s presented by Covers, Covers.com. Winning starts at Covers. Start your sports betting process at Covers.com. And check out our free article. It drops on Tuesday afternoons. Top 20s, head-to-heads that we like over there. But we threw out a few names, you know, some outright names that we like. But who are the favorites, Pat? Who are the ones you like the most? You know, if uh, the ones you think have the best chance of cashing, you know, at a good number. Or do you think you're gonna get shorter?
1: Well, I will start with Decky. I, I think Decky is one at twenty-five to one that could end up a little bit shorter. I don't think it'll get shorter than twenty to one. But I, I just I, I love Decky this year. I think um like you mentioned, um if he if he just has you know he's been great tee to green on this course, has a good putting week, I think he can win. So twenty five to one to Decky. Will Zalatoris, I like him as well. Um, I, I think you know you see him at that 30-to-1 number, but I really feel like that's going to end up shorter at 25-to-1 um, and, and in that range. So if you can get him at 30-to-1, I would go ahead and jump on that now. And finally, I will say um, I'm not going to go too long because I love that 25-to-75-to-1 range. I'm still again. I, I like Sebes. I like Bazudenhout right there at fifty-five to one. I, I don't know if that number is going to get shorter, but you know I was on him last week. He did. He didn't win for me, which that was okay. I was fine with with Straka winning. But I, I'm going to go back on him this week. And uh, so those are my three three favorites there: Hideki Zalatoris
0: and Sebes. Okay. I agree with you on on Hideki and Zalatoris. I think my three favorites. Would be Keith Mitchell at 45 to 1. Dude's really hot right now. Obviously, loves playing in the Southeast on that Bermuda. Plenty of distance. Keith Mitchell could rattle off another win here very easily. And I think 45 is going to get shorter. That's on DraftKings for now. Uh, Jason Kokrak at 50 like to 1. I feel like that one's another just supreme value on a player that has a great record here. Is rounding into form a little bit here as we've as he's had a few events under his belt to get warmed up, get heated up, ready for a, a good run in 2022. You know he's been honest about all the Saudi stuff, so he, just, he doesn't have to worry about you know. I mean, at least he's come out and said, "Yeah, I'm playing for the money." So he's not like in Phil's situation, so he he's probably doing okay. And then I think I think Lonto Griffin at 80 to one is another one of just my favorite values. Lonto played well here a couple times. The form is solid. The long iron play is. Very good. PJ Tour winner. So I think Lonto Griffin uh, at 80 to one's the other value for me. In the top 20 market, I will go Keith Mitchell plus 150 for a top 20. Feels like a lock. Just feels like a lock. Like, that's a lock. I can't go a betting show when someone who checks all the boxes that they check. Okay, all the boxes that they do check. I can't go a betting show without mentioning luke list so i'll mention him at plus 240 as a top 20 here i mean just in the last in his last four attempts at bay hill he's got a t10 a t7 a t17 luke huh what, what do you say i mean yeah after he won the farmers and we hit him at 75 to 1 he went 53rd miscut that's not great but ball striking still been solid t to green still solid it's all about that putter Let's see what can happen with Luke, plus two forty top twenty, and then I'm going to go Keegan Bradley at plus three fifty. Keegan, <laughs> oh Keegan. Now I mean Keegan can be one of the more frustrating players to to bet on roster, what whatever. Uh, he's been playing here since 2011. He's missed one cut. Okay, he's got uh, three top twenties in his attempts here at the Arnold Palmer. And recent form, you know, not bad. 12th at the Sony, 26th at the Phoenix Open was probably his, his those are his best two starts in 2022. Ball striking's there, putter's not. Story of Keegan's life. Story of sports golf betters is that they love Keegan Bradley from a stat standpoint, and then he disappoints them. But plus 350, I'll take a ride. And then uh, one more top 20 bet. This one's going to shock you, Pat. And this one's deep. This one's six to one, okay? Six to one, top 20. Danny Willett. Ooh. Danny Willett.
1: I don't, I don't mind that.
0: Uh, you like a little Danny Willett. It. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, decent Danny record. Da- you say Danny Willett, yes. Decent record at the API. In four attempts, made three cuts. 31st, 18th, and 29th are uh, what he's done here at Bay Hill. Played last week, and I liked what I saw. The putter was terrible. It was really bad. But Tita Green gained 5.6 strokes. Gained off the tee, gained with the irons. And and you know, he's always been a bad putter, but he's not been, I mean, like last week was really bad. So you would think, like, okay, getting getting used to some things on the Tiff Eagle Bermuda, you know, let's, you know, he's he's shaking the rust off his Tiff Eagle Bermuda prowess. So now he's gonna go right back to another course with Tiff Eagle Bermuda, where he's actually gained strokes putting two out of his four attempts at the Arnold Palmer. He's actually gained strokes putting. So that's that's tough for him to do. So Danny Willett, six to one, that's a long shot
1: okay um all right a few top 20s for me i like cam young as i mentioned as an outright i still like him also as a top 20 obviously plus 330 there on that number he's got three top 15s i mean three top 20s in his last five events. um so cam young there i think that is a good play i like tom hoagie who you mentioned earlier uh at plus 330 i think that's a good top 20 and then Old party Marty Laird Whoa. is at plus four fifty for a top twenty. Now here's the thing about Martin Laird. If you're gonna throw a model together, he's gonna he's gonna end up in your model. I guarantee you. It, whatever stats you look at, he's gonna be top ten in your model, except for putting, which is really suck by the way, has he withdrawn? <laughs> no. You were smiling at me like you're like No, no, no. Like, no I'm, I'm just about to I'm about to slam past. <laughs> no. um but you know playing well recently um did have a top 15 finish at the phoenix open so i, I think i party marty could be an interesting play here and i believe he has actually a, a a decent a decent course history um if you look at the last few years here um let me find them here yeah uh, t49 in 2017 top 26 in 2018 miscut 2019 t43 but plus 450, you know, he gets hot with the putter this week. Okay. I think, Mar- I think Party Marty could be, could be a decent play there.
0: All right, there's some long shot top 20s for you, for sure. And the outrights that we think uh, you need to jump on now, presented by Covers, go to Covers.com. All right, Pat, let's get to the final segment of the betting show tonight, the prize Picks segment. Of course, you'll have the Fantasy Golf Somalia out next week, uh, or not next week, tomorrow night or Wednesday morning, I guess what's what's today freaking monday yeah it'll come out wednesday morning. it'll come out wednesday morning you'll have your round one prize picks plays fantasy golf sommelier video great video check that out on youtube last week we didn't do so good pat uh i went one and the prize Picks segment on the show went one and two uh fgs went one two and one that was your first losing week on fgs but you've been pretty solid there um this week let's let's I think i hit the my play on the show you did, Palmer. yeah. I think you did. You did I hit your did play. Not,
1: I did not include him in the FDS. Oh. So if you
0: dang it! Okay, yeah, you so did if hit
1: you, it. If you if you count that, it was two, two, and one. There you but go. Anyway.
0: Not a losing, not a losing record.
1: Um, all right, here's my play. Look, now, one look play, right? One play. If you look, yes. If you look right now, I feel like the the total strokes are a little off right now for day one. Now, I don't. I have not looked at the weather. And maybe you talked about the weather a little bit on the course breakdown. I don't even know. Um, but they're they are a little high for me right now. Um, uh, really across the board. And But I mentioned Willie Z to Will Zalatoris being a big... I'm a big fan of him this week. Yeah. He's at 71 and a half, okay, for total strokes for day one. I'm going to take the under yeah. on that. I think he can at least shoot two under. On this course is a par 72. The um, so Willie Z at 71 and a half is, is going to be
0: I love that play this night.: Absolutely love that, Pat. Fantastic job there. Um, I actually had a Willie Z play as well. Um, I'll save it. Uh, you talked about Sung JM earlier. I like the Sung J over 11 and a half greens in regulation uh deal for thursday i mean obviously you talked about how well sung jay has played this event before two third place finishes in a 21st uh Tita green has been very good uh at this event uh, you know and sung jay's a t green guy anyway and even though he did miss the cut last week i think uh he still gained strokes t green he just didn't have he had a very bad putting week so I like the over 11.5, so to hit 12 out of 18 greens and reg. I think that's, I think that's doable for Sung Jay for sure. He's going to hit yeah. a lot of fairways, um, and he's just, he just doesn't make a lot of really bad mistakes with his irons. Uh, so I like that. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to give you an under, because the unders are hard to find, but I'm going to give you an under. And it's on a guy that I went off on last week, and I was right. He sucked. Old Tommy Kankles. Tommy Fleetwood. Yes. Tommy Fleetwood missed the cut. He was the second guy off the betting board last week at sixteen to one, which I said was stupid. Uh, now, you know, if you look at Tommy, uh, Tommy has Tommy has played well here before, very very well. Just like just like he had last last yeah. week at the Honda, but he's not he's not been the same. He has not been the same. The over under on fairways hit for Tommy on round one is at nine and a half fairways. Um, out of 14 fairways, and I'm going to take the under on that. The average for this event, you know, the greens and regulation number is is pretty difficult compared to other PGA Tour events, but actually, you know, the fairways haven't been that hard to hit because a lot of guys club down here. I don't know that Tommy clubs down as much as others, but the average fairways hit just in total since 2015 from everyone is at 9.5. It's like 60-something percent. It comes out to 9.5, so it's right at average, right? So price picks has set the line, dead average. One of the interesting things I looked at is on Fantasy National, you can look at fairways gained, right? And if you just looked at fairways gained from, like let's say, the last 24, 12, whatever, recent rounds, a guy like Adam Scott is going to be way off the mark on that. He's going to be like 90th in the field, right? If you, and, and Tommy Fleetwood's going to be pretty, pretty decent. If you go down and you just say, give me Bay Hill, Give me Bay Hill the last, like, three or four years fairways hit. And Adam Scott becomes pretty good, and Tommy Fleetwood, not so good. Tommy Fleetwood, 54th in this field in the last three years in fairways gained at Bay Hill. Adam Scott, for example, 38th. They, they literally flip-flopped when you took all the courses in the last, you know, couple, couple tournaments together versus Bay Hill. Why is that? Well, I think because Adam Scott hits the ball a long way, so he clubs down, you know, Probably more often or better than Tommy Fleetwood does at Bay Hill. He hits more fairways. Tommy apparently doesn't do that. Then he's fifty fourth in this field, so I'm taking the under. Tommy Lad under on fairways and watch him hit like fourteen freaking fairways and I look like an idiot. Let and me I just explained. that. I was
1: all anti Fleetwood last week on Prize Picks, and I believe I took the under on fairways for him in the. FPS. I could be wrong, and I think he beat me by one. Pair.
0: Of course, he did. Yeah. Okay. Great.
1: So it's gonna be a sweat for you, but I think it's a good. It's a good play. It's a good play. I made a I sound argument. Good. You did make a That's great argument, it... but it's still gonna end up being a sweat for
0: you. Okay. There we go. There you have it. That's the betting show for the Arnold Palmer Invitational 2022. We're gonna head over to the DraftKings show here in just a minute. Uh, be sure and leave a comment. Your favorite thing about Pat? It's his birthday on Tuesday. Uh, Happy birthday, Pat. Thank you for being you. And uh, listen, everybody, let's have a great week. Let's hit another winner. You know what I mean? Congrats to Pat, 141. It's his birthday week now. He's got to hit another winner. This has got to happen. Yeah, got to hit it. All right. Time to bend over your bookie. See ya. Out!